0: This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Welcome to the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, where we discuss all things to make law firms more profitable. I'm your host, Larry Port, CEO of Rocket Matter, leading provider of cloud-based legal practice management and time and billing software. Quite a mouthful. Today we're gonna talk about credit card processing for law firms. There's a lot of stuff to know and it's a little complex. So we have the lovely Shelly Charlton from LuxCharge on the call with us today. Hi, Shelly, how you doing?
1: Hey, Larry, thanks for having me.
0: All right, Chell, so uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, you've been in the credit card processing industry for a long time. Uh, two thousand and three. Right. So tell me a little bit about um, your experience and, and what you've been up to and what LexCharge is.
1: Ah, my experience has been vast and wide. Yes. I have worked with um, many payment processors. First Data, primarily Chase, um, Synergy Data, thesis Wow, a lot of big boys. A lot of big boys. Yeah. Um. Since two thousand and three. Yes. Nice. And I for LexCharge, you know we provide online payment solutions designed specifically for law firms. That's what we do here.
0: Right. And you're actually uh Rocket Matters preferred uh, payment processing vendor. Um, and we've actually done a lot of wonderful integrations with you guys, including recurring payments and payment plans and electronic invoicing and all sorts of goodies, right? Yes, oh.
1: we do. And we provide next day funding.
0: Ooh, next day, funny. All right. So let me ask you a couple questions that law firms need to know. And 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 first of all, uh, what I want to say is that um, I, I have this article that I can post to the as a resource for this for this podcast episode from Jim Calloway of the Oklahoma Bar, who is considered like the granddaddy of all practice management advisors. These are state bar people that recommend business practices for law firms. And he says that first of all, back in 1974, the ABA in formal opinion number 338 condoned. Um, and accepted the propriety, rather, of attorneys accepting credit cards. It's really not a stigma. Clients want to pay with these things. And he says in this article, simply put, accepting credit cards is a good business practice. You would never want a potential client who wanted to hire your firm to be forced to go to another lawyer simply because he or she could not pay the retainer in advance. So so it's becoming mainstream. Um, Tell me, Shelley, what are... What, what in your mind is like one of the biggest like drivers of why a, a, a law firm might want to accept credit cards?
1: Well, definitely cash flow. Number one. It's certainly gonna increase your cash flow. You don't wanna, you know, you, you don't wanna wait for somebody to pay on a on an invoice or work completed because they don't have the cash. You know, you're gonna end up having to barter or do something. To get this cash. I think credit card processing actually opens up your avenue of receiving cash for your services
0: rendered. I would agree with that and um, let me ask you this question. If somebody's going to pay a retainer, right, the way that credit card processing works is that the credit card processors take a fee out of the deposit. So how does it work in the case of a, uh, a, a deposit into a trust account where the fees can't come out of the trust account because that money's not technically the, law- the lawyers?
1: Right. So once a a law firm decides to accept a case and they accept a retainer for work yet to be completed, you know, we are able to set that up for them. Where all deposit. Any retainers accepted for payment by credit card will go directly there. Any fees would come out of another account that we specifically set up to facilitate this. It would be debiting the fees from an operating account and depositing the fees to a trust account.
0: All right, perfect. So the fees go into the trust account, or I'm sorry, the deposit goes into the trust account, but the fees aren't taken out of the trust account, they're taken out of a linked operating account, Correct. right? Okay, Correct. perfect. All right, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. That, that helps people get set up. Um, tell me when people are trying to evaluate which credit card processor to go with, um, obviously we think LexCharge is the best, but um, how do people evaluate the differences in processors? Uh, let's start with rates. How, how do they determine who really has the best rates?
1: You, you definitely you have to shop around. You know, you, you have to do your due diligence and shop around and compare and contrast and make sure that whoever you are comparing and contrasting have the experience that you need, especially in the services that you're rendering, especially for the I- IOTA processing. Not a lot of um, payment processors specialize in that and therefore can create a lot of problems for you. So you, you want somebody, you want a Go with a processor that has a deep understanding of how your practice works
0: I would say also one one consideration is the For lack of a better term, and this is me geek, uh, my geek speech saying, but technology enablement's a big deal, like it's not just accepting the credit cards, but it's like how they're accepted and how it flows into the rest of your system, like whether it's your uh accounting software, whatever it is, is something that people might want to take a look at. Absolutely,
1: Um, absolutely, technology plays a great part in it, and that's why we we partnered with with Rocket Matter, you know, time billing software. You want to make sure you you absolutely have the best time-billing software management solution for your office. It's going to make your operation run a lot more seamless and just more efficient. Integrating with credit card processing, I think, is just a huge bonus.
0: That's great. All right. Well, thank you for the uh, little plug there, Shells. I appreciate that. Um, Let me ask you this question. There are, from what I understand from working with you guys, there's something like, 300 different kind of rates or credit cards. Like people go and they see this one rate or two rates and they sign up with a credit card processor. Can you talk a little bit about why that could potentially be misleading?
1: Absolutely, so what a lot of people don't understand is that every credit card you see out there comes with technically a different rate assigned to it. And you know, just because they all have the same Visa logo doesn't mean they all come with the same rate. Um, there are reward cards there are world cards there are corporate cards there are travel and entertainment cards there are so many different credit cards out there and each one of those cards have a different assigned rate based on what they call the risk level of the credit card now that's going deep but yes there are many different what they call interchange rates and interchange rates are assigned by each and each association what's an association An association is a card brand such as Visa, MasterCard, Discover, or American Express.
0: So, Visa, MasterCard, they they have these things, interchange rates, and they're all different for all different kinds of cards, right? Correct. Um, And and not only that, but apparently how you take the card is a big deal. So, uh, if, you know, there, uh, like, for instance, um, based on what I learned from you, I, I went to LA Fitness and I brought my daughter with me. We were gonna go play racquetball, and she was a guest, so I had to pay a $15 fee. The person at the counter swiped the card once, twice, three times, didn't work, had to key it in. And what was funny to me is that I, I had the suspicion that it, they may actually pay a higher rate on that transaction because it was keyed in as opposed to swipe. I don't know if that's true or not, but I know that how the card is taken uh, affects how much you pay for that rate, correct?
1: Absolutely, in addition to the type of card you're taking, the way you process the transaction absolutely affects your rate. It does. It it creates uh. So it. So let's say the gym is set to swipe a card, and they keyed the card in this case. In, in well, in your case, they keyed the card. They're gonna be penalized because they process the card outside of the way they are set up to process. So they are gonna pay a higher rate. What's called a penalty charge.
0: You know. Right. So that's something to be aware of. And to be honest, uh, just. It's, it's not as arbitrary as it sounds because from what I understand, it has to do with risk assessment, right? It's correct. much safer to take a credit card in person than it is to do it, like, over the phone or something like that. Is that not correct?
1: It is. It absolutely is. Right. Okay. It absolutely is,
0: yeah. So how would people, like, really get a sense if, uh, like, um, it uh, if they're – like of what they're truly paying, like how do they determine, and I think there's this term called effective rate, which is like looking at all of your charges across the board and really determining a rate. How would they determine that? How would they figure that out? Or is that something that you could help them out with?
1: Well, I can definitely help them out with that. But a person would determine their overall effective rate by taking their total amount fees paid in any given month by the total, total amount of the volume processed. No, the truth of the matter is that can vary. From month to month because it's going to vary based on the amount of volume you process so if you process fifty thousand in one month and a hundred thousand dollars in the next month your fees are going to vary obviously but that is how you would get your overall your effective rate is your true rate
0: so uh shelly some of these credit card statements are completely hard to read understanding what their rates are and, and what they're paying is that something that you can help out with
1: Absolutely. LexCharge offers that service. We will, we are willing to analyze and help you understand your statement if you send us a copy. Uh, you can email us at info at com or Shelly at com, And we'd be more than happy to assist.
0: Great. And uh, thank you very much for your time today, Shelley. It was very helpful to learn a little bit about credit card processing and some of the uh, interesting little um, tidbits along the way, specifically for lawyers. Thank you so much, Shelly.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Larry.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.